It's Winning Wednesday. Hey, everybody. It is Winning Wednesday. And I am here on my vacation. I told you guys, I'm on my vacation, but I still wanted to keep my commitment of Winning Wednesday. So I'm going to be talking not about NCLEX stuff. I'm going to be talking about career mistakes that a lot of new nurses make. And so we can have a dialogue. This is, listen, this is Ask Me Anything Tonight. I'm going to be completely transparent. I see the comments. This is Ask Me Anything Tonight. I'm going to be talking about career mistakes that I don't want you to make. So after you pass NCLEX, I'm expecting you to pass NCLEX, you will be thrown into a big ocean of job opportunities, a big ocean of job opportunities. And this is happening more and more frequently for my Remar nurses because of what? Because people are passing NCLEX, right? And a lot of you guys who are subscribers to my YouTube channel, yay, we just hit 100,000 on the YouTube channel. I'm looking for 100 testimonials now. Like that's my number, 100 thousand youtube subscribers that is so major and it definitely supports the things that i'll be talking about about not making these very common career mistakes a lot of new nurses make it because we're really not taught how to own our license when you receive your nursing license it'll be like here there's your nursing license do whatever you want to do with it go wherever you want to go with it, but there is a way that you have to navigate your nursing career so you don't end up miserable, so you don't end up trapped. I don't want anybody to end up trapped. I want you guys to feel like you are the CEO of your career. So let's get into this mistakes. I hope you guys are enjoying this. Listen, I have the things that I need. I have my notes and I have my Swedish fish, which is my favorite candy right now. I don't know about you guys, but I love these things. And I'm ready to talk. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. Because these are things that I wish, you know, that I knew. I wish somebody would have told me this. And I wrote some of these things in the first shift book, How to Dominate Your First Two Years of Nursing. But um, these are just some things I want to expound upon. But go ahead and ask me questions. Um, throughout this broadcast. Okay, mistakes that new nurses make. The first mistake, the first mistake, hey, everybody come on in. You guys are hanging with me on this winning Wednesday night, calling this winning Wednesday because we are talking about your career goals, okay? Your career goals. So the first mistake that new nurses make is once they get their license, they don't have a plan. They really don't have a plan for what type of nurse they want to be where do they see themselves they have not written down a vision for themselves and you know what people say when you don't have a vision for yourself if you don't have a vision for yourself you will work for somebody who does have a vision for themselves that's what usually happens if you don't have a vision for how you want your life to look like, you are going to help somebody else who does have a vision make their vision come true. That's just it. Um, and so I, I always suggest that when you are in nursing school, look at your instructors, listen to them, listen to their backgrounds. Where do they come from? How did they end up in education? 
most clinical instructors have experience in hospitals. They have experiences on the unit. What made them leave the unit? Do you want to work in law? What kind of nurse do you want me to be? Uh, that's, that's, that's what most nursing students going to nursing school thinking. They're going to tell me what type of nursing I should. I should do. I'm going to know by the end of nursing school what type of nurse I want to be. And very, very often that's not the case. And you don't know <laughs> what you don't like until you get your first job. And then you end up hating your first job because it's not what you wanted to do. All right. So I like it. Everyone's, I'm listening, Regina. Listen, 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 listen. Um, yeah, I, I would say for sure. I knew the type of nurse that I wanted to be but I did not know how I was going to get there. And that's okay. If you don't know how you're going to get there, at least know the type of nurse you want to be. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about specialties. I'm talking about, um, do you want to be a nurse who works three days a week? Do you want to be a nurse that works night day rotation? Do you want to be a nurse that comes in the office and works five days a week, nine to five? Those are very small things that you can start to think about because the type of job that you'll be presented with will determine your work schedule. All right, so I'm not going to get into that. That was just my first one. Tag your favorite nursing student. Tag your favorite nurse. And this is something that I think should be considered strongly strongly by anybody intending to practice nursing. Like I said, once you get your nursing license, you will be thrown into an ocean of job opportunities. I just got a job opportunity today. Just literally before I came on here, somebody texted me and said, hey, we have a position in Florida. You make $23 an hour working in the ICU, but you get, what was it, Mark? What was it? You get $700 a week for food. You get um, like... $800 a week for housing. Like it was all these bonuses and incentives. And honestly, had I not have my own plan about what I wanna be spending my time doing, I might go for a job like that. And so it's easy for nurses to work here, work there, work here, work there and be miserable. So that's my first one. Um, mistake number one, no vision, no plan. Mistake number two that new nurses make is getting comfortable at their first job. Yep. Getting comfortable at your first job is a huge disadvantage because you have to look at every job opportunity as a stepping stone to your final destination. So when you take a position, you have to know what this position is going to offer you. It's not all about you just being the perfect candidate for them and you making sure that you can learn all the skills necessary to perform their intended job for you. You have to go into there with the, the mentality, okay, at this job, am I going to acquire the skills that I need to take me to the next level? Does this job line up with my number one vision, my number two goals of where I want to be? Does this job pay for further education? Does this job uh, help me to get certified? I loved my first job. No, I didn't love my first job. Y'all know the story. That's why I'm on here talking to you guys now. <laughs> I love my second job because at my second job, I got certified for ACLS, 
and they also um, gave me money, a job opportunity to go back to school, right? So if you worked for a certain amount of time, they would start paying for your school. That was a huge bonus for me. Um, and then also getting enough hours to get ACLS certified because that helped me to get into travel nursing. So from the job that I left, I was able to branch off and do something greater. If you're working at a job and when you leave that job, for whatever reason, you're stuck, you can't do anything else differently, then you have to strongly consider what have you been doing with your time. When you leave a job, you should have furthered yourself to a point where you are more marketable as a nurse, where somebody looking will be like, oh yes. Even if it's, even I know some people talk down on home health care or whatever, but um, even in home health care, you can do extremely well if you are taking a certain type of patient in home health care. So, Consider that. Consider that. So that was number two. You get comfortable. Another another um, thing about getting comfortable is when you're working at a job and you're working there for a longer amount of time, you start to develop this word called seniority. And seniority is a huge trap because when you're when you have been at a job for a long period of time, then you get to get first dibs on vacation. You get to get the best schedule. You and the nurse manager become friends. You and the doctors become, you know, chums. And you guys have a really great working relationship. That feels really good, especially if you started as a new nurse. However, however, don't none of that compare to actually being the nurse that you want to be and working where you want to work, not just where you're comfortable. There's two different things. Working where you're comfortable just means you know everything. It just means that you're not going to really progress or advance. Working where you want to be and where you need to be means that you're actually uh, growing as a nurse. You're getting paid more money. You are uh, in control of your salary. You're in control of the hours that you work. And seniority may give you the appearance of that, but it's not that. Somebody is going Somebody is going to catch that. Seniority at an establishment may give you the feels that you're in control, but most of the time you're really not in control. Okay. That's what I'll say about that. Questions? Questions about that? All right. Um, let's see. Home health. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Regina is the best instructor. Hey, Lizette. I like that comment. You pass and you still coming through. Okay, what about this? Let me read it. I think for international nurses, it's sometimes difficult because they are given less options as it relates to shifts. What advice do you have for international nurses about navigating shift selection? Yeah, that's really great. Um, in the beginning, whether you're an international nurse or a new nurse, when you are starting a position, expect to get night shift, expect to get weekends. You're not going to get the prime shifts. However, I think if you have your vision about where you intend to be and end up, you can get through that short period of time knowing that this is not my final destination. So yeah, I'll work night shift for, you know, three months or four months, however long it takes me to feel comfortable in this specialty. And then I'm out. Um, don't allow one job or one opportunity to concrete your entire experience as a nurse. Okay. Okay. 
Mm, number three, staying at a job you hate. Staying at a job you hate. Oh, man. Nothing worse. Nothing worse than staying at a job that you hate as a nurse. But how many people know or have been to the hospital and have encountered a mean, nasty, grumpy nurse? How many people, uh, or even as a like, even if you've been in clinicals, you know, and you're working on a shift, there's always that one nurse and she comes in and she's like, right, 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 I'm not doing this today. I'm not feeling this patient. I'm not feeling this today. And they're just, they come into work angry. You yourself, you might be feeling that way when you come into work. Me as a new nurse, <laughs> I talk about this. My very first job, gosh, I hated it. I literally, I would literally come to work early just to sit in the car and cry for 30 minutes before I went into work. It was so long. It was, it, it made my shift even longer. I would call my mom and I would be in the car crying like, mom, I hate this. This is going to be so bad. Like you anticipate the pain and anguish of being a nurse. Nobody talks about that. Why doesn't anybody talk about how you can work so hard to get a nursing license and then end up absolutely hating it? Absolutely regretting the day you filled out that nursing application. It's so common. It's so common because it is true that nurses do eat their young. It is true. And that just means that in general, it, experienced nurses can forget that they were once new nurses and they can make you feel incompetent. They can make you feel insecure. They can make you feel like you're being bullied. They can contribute to the burnout. Okay. They, um, and it's really sad when it's not just your peer, but it's like your superior. <laughs> or the person making your doggone schedule. And they hate nursing and they hate you and you just really regret being a nurse. And there's not really a remedy for that, especially if the environment, that's the thing. If the environment is contributing to you feeling like, why did I become a nurse? You have to change your environment. You have to change it because Sometimes we stay, sometimes we stay in bad situations for other things. I think that if you don't, number one, have a vision for yourself, in nursing school, you can get the mentality that you are there to serve, right? Which you are. You are absolutely there to serve in a professional capacity. However, you are not there to just be a people pleaser and to just go along with everybody else's program. Yes, you should do what's best for you and your patient and their health, but you should never place somebody else's health above your own. Mm, your mental health is a huge mm, foundation to what you can do physically. And so if you are stressed about coming to work, if you are stressed about being on a unit, 
if you know you're going to go into a nursing home and they're going to give you 30 patients, it's not worth it. The money is not worth it. The money is never worth it. It's never worth it when it comes to um, affecting your mental health, burning out or turning away from nursing. Because we do, we work so hard to get our nursing license that anything that pulls you away from it, you have to really wonder, is this supposed to be in my life? Because being a, a nurse is a goal. It's a life-changing achievement. So if something is making it difficult for you to better your life, better your children's life, better your parents' life, then you need to cut that thing out, whether it's your job, your relationship, and I might be getting a little bit off tangent here, but or one off on a tangent, but seriously, the only thing worse than taking a job that you know you're going to hate is staying at a job you definitely hate. As a new nurse, you may not know that, hey, I really don't like um, pulmonary nursing. I really don't like it. But you feel compelled to take it because uh, it's offering you, you know, it's giving welcoming vibes. But once you get in there, you realize you don't like pulmonary nursing. You don't like suctioning mucus. You don't like chest tubes, you know. And so if that's the case, learn what you can learn and move on okay learn what you can learn from there and move on yeah hi regina thank you so much for all your help in studying for the nclex with your virtual trainer program and quick facts i was able to pass on my first try yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what thank you so much nurse mccarter I appreciate you coming on here and telling me that. Nothing like getting your nursing license on the first try. Save yourself the time and money. You guys know how expensive it is to take the NCLEX. That's the business right there. <laughs> the, the, the real money making in the NCLEX is the paying for the test and the repeat test takers. The repeat test takers, y'all throwing out money to the NCLEX like crazy. Um, you know, and so anybody that passes on their first try, I salute you. Well done. You did it. Okay. All right. Um, mm, 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 mm -hmm. my number four, I only have two more. I promise I'm not gonna hold you guys long. When it comes to avoiding these nursing career mistakes, I think the next one, this is my number four. It is um waiting for somebody else to tell you that you're ready to do something new waiting for somebody else to waiting for waiting for somebody else to tell you that the time is now or that you have an amazing opportunity or that your life is greater than what you currently envision it you have to, again, goes back to number one, you have to have a vision for yourself because more than likely, um, other people are struggling with their own life goals. Other people are trying to figure out what their own life is doing. And so they're not going to, they're not going to be focusing all of their attention and their uh, deep thought into what your life is doing. You have to be able to know, okay, 
I've reached my goal. I've had enough. I've learned. I'm ready to branch out. It's my time. I have my health. I have my credentials. I'm ready to go. You have to make that decision for you because in my experience, especially if you are um, trying to do something that nobody in your circle has ever done before, or you're trying to accomplish this huge goal that most people can't even get their minds around, then they are not necessarily going to be pushing you to do that. They probably more than likely, and you guys know this, will be discouraging you or saying, uh, what makes you think you can do that? Or, you know, who do you think you are? Or they may laugh and joke about it, right, a lot. Um, I, when I was working as a nurse in the hospital on my night shift, I was working to start Remar. Now this is after, hmm, no, this is before I was told Remar would never work. So I was told Remar would not work at all. Like it never was going to happen. Like this Remar was never going to happen. And so before I was told that I began to work on, um, my material at my job, right? Because I was ready to go. I knew like I had been on the floor for about two years and I wanted to transition into traveling. I gave myself two years um, before I started traveling. With COVID and all the other different parameters, you may not need a full two years. I don't know. It depends on what floor you work on. So anyhow, I'm there on night shift and I'm, I'm working on quick facts. And my coworkers would laugh at me um, as I'm working on quick facts at two or three in the morning, because, you know, night shift, sometimes it gets slow on night shift, which is a good thing. And so they would laugh and they would be like, oh, Regina, she's over there working on that book again. Or, um, yeah, she's writing her book, her little book. People would say that. Right. And I I literally had to just like keep on going. I had to put my nose down because I'm like, OK, yes, this is my little book. But you guys you know, what are you working on? It's easy to sit on the sidelines and laugh at the person playing, but what game are you playing in? And you have to have that mentality that people are not going to do the work for you. You know, people are not going to um, see the vision. Like I always say this, I learned when I was told Remar would never work and I could never do it because there was two reasons I could never do it. I was told I won because I was a woman and the other reason was because I was black. And so I learned to never put my dreams on display for approval from anybody else. I never gave anybody the opportunity to tell me, yes, this would work or no, this would not work ever again. And so I'm encouraging you guys today that if you have a, um, if you have a dream, if you have a goal, Put that in your heart, hide it there, pray over it, ask God to help you see it through, ask God to support you on the endeavor. And he will send people who will help you get there to the next level. But don't just go asking random people who may not even be in agreement with you, who may not even know, you know, your savior, know how big God is. Don't be asking them to approve your dreams or tell you when you are ready to do something. Don't make that mistake, okay? Um, yes, praise God, absolutely. I, I I never, I walk, I was for about, I don't know, maybe 
30 seconds discouraged because I have put my quick facts. Listen, y'all, <laughs> I had did one copy of quick facts. <laughs> I had one copy of quick facts and I had my student workbook in front of the man. And I said, this is my business. This is what I want to do. I want to help nurses get their license. And I put the books in front of him and he looked through them. Listen, this man was not a nurse. This man had never taken NCLEX before. This man was only a businessman. And he looked through it and he was like, mm. like you know what I mean? And told me that um, it wasn't going to work for me. So now look at me 10 years later, 11 years later, doing it with Remar, right? And um, I don't know who, you know, I don't even know where that man is, but certainly, certainly he was wrong about me. He was wrong about what my God could do. He was wrong that God has given me the authority to speak and proclaim things that are not yet seen, you know, through the power of Jesus Christ. And especially if God has put something on your heart to help other people, you will do miracles. You will do miracles in the strength of God's power. And so we cannot let the enemy speak over our lives. Don't even listen. They're going to try to do it. I'm telling you, don't let people speak over your dreams. Okay. All right. Shout out to Mark Callian. Shout out to my mom for helping to believe in me. <laughs> Good. I love the testimonies. Yes, 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 yes. God will do it. He will do it. So no matter what your situation looks like, I'm, I am living proof that when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. Okay, last one. Mistakes that people make is um, the final mistake I think that people, nurses in general, make in their nursing career is they are afraid. They are operating in fear. Once we get that job, um, once we get that job, we feel like this is it. I have to hold on to this position. My finances are attached to it. I'm getting paid every two weeks, especially when you come from a place where you're a nursing student and you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from or you're paying your bills good now and you know, you're know you able to buy yourself that thing you wanted or buy your kids what they needed, school clothes, whatever. Um, we, we get into a situation where we become afraid to lose what we have currently. But again, I will tell you this, if you are so tightly trying to hold on to something, your hand is not gonna be open to receive the next blessing. And the way God works for me, is that like if I'm trying to hold on to something here, but God wants me here, I cannot have both of them at the same time. I have to let one thing go to grab one to the next thing. That's just how my life has been. And so, um, again, if you're holding on to your current situation and you think that this is your everything, your all in all, you have to be willing to let it go. If it's not serving you, if it's not where you want it, to be, you have to be willing to let it go so you can grab hold to the next thing and really grab hold of it. And if you need to pray, if you're in a situation where you need to pray and you know you need to let something go, 
uh, because it's blocking you from getting to the next level in your career, in your walk with God, whatever it is, you have to really pray, God, help me to let this thing go because you have something greater in store for me uh, because you're not going to be able to hold on to both situations. I could not have... Um, I, I could not have stayed at my job working night shift and done Remar. I could not have done that. Um, I had to let it go and hold on to the thing that I believed in. And so fear, 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 fear will keep you from seeking new opportunities. So even if you're in a job that you like, you should still be looking at job opportunities. I know nurses who go to work and they look for new jobs at work. Why? Because the opportunities are abundant and you won't know about them if you're not seeking them out. Like I said, your boss is not going to come in and say, you know what, Danielle, you could be getting paid six more dollars an hour if you went and worked for such and such hospital because they are offering your specialty a bonus. You know what I mean? Or your boss is not going to say, you know what? You've been here long enough. You could try travel nursing. They're offering $80 an hour for travel nurses for short-term assignments. And you only could, listen, your boss is never going to say, you know what? If you try travel nursing, you only have to work four months out the year because you're going to be getting paid so much money, you know? And so again, you have to be willing to branch out on faith. You have to be willing to um, network and make connections. Don't be afraid to talk to people who are doing what you want to do. Don't be afraid to um, get on LinkedIn and um, you know, search out people in your in your um, sphere or in your community who have you know experience and what you need. People are willing to talk and help. I that's been my uh, that's been my experience. So. Um, that's how I negotiate my pay rate with my recruiters. Says, if you don't know, you lack that knowledge. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. If you don't know what other companies are offering, what other nurses are making, then you don't have a reference point of what your true value is. And getting your nursing license makes you extremely valuable. What does that say, Mark? Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. I purchased VT last week. I recently recently received my authorization to test. Should I schedule now or wait till I finish the six week program? What do you suggest? I suggest scheduling it now, scheduling it now, because that is going to push you into getting into the VT and studying through the VT. If you wait till you're finished with the six week program, who knows when you're going to actually end up scheduling? Who knows if COVID is around the corner again and testing centers close down? Why would you wait to do that? I would say schedule your test date because if push come to shove, you can always push your test date back. It costs you nothing to change your test date, but you don't want to miss an opportunity to um, get closer to your goal by scheduling your test date. That's very important. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, thank you so much. This is the answer prayer. Absolutely. So I'm here uh, just for a few more minutes, just answering your career questions. Again, I have an extensive uh, history in nursing, primarily cardiac nursing, travel nursing, and then um, entrepreneurship in nursing. No meta facia, no easy goal, okay? All right, so um, I am definitely trying to just get you guys to see 
the next thing over NCLEX. NCLEX is, it is a big goal and it's a major milestone in your nursing career. But baby, let me tell you, there are much bigger challenges coming your way and you want to be ready for them because the difference in having a nursing career that's, you know, or having an amazing nursing career that you like, yes, I get to go to work, I get to do this, I love my nursing career, it is night and day. And I'm sure you know nurses that have both experiences. That's why I try to get on here and motivate you guys as well and show you kind of like how I operate my day-to-day -day routine, um, you know. So if you follow me on YouTube or follow me on TikTok or Instagram, you you get some of the behind the scenes of what my life is like, all right? So that's it, that's it. I am on vacation right now. Um, kids are in bed and I wanted to just come on here and have a really candid conversation with you guys about life as a nurse life as a nurse. So um, I do have to catch a flight in the morning. So I will see you guys later. Thank you so much for spending this time with me for Winning Wednesdays. I hope we can have this conversation again. It was a good one. It was a very, very good one. And again, thank you to my YouTube subscribers. Uh, we hit over 100,000 YouTube subscribers. And that is just an amazing accomplishment. I could not have done it without um, Team Remark and I've done it without you guys and just being constantly willing to put put new content out, help you guys with lectures. We're, we will be talking about next generation NCLEX very, very heavily moving forward. I'm getting a lot of emails about that from nursing students and nurse educators. So they want me to um, get them ready for next generation NCLEX while I'm getting you guys ready for next generation NCLEX. So that should be very, very interesting, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to all of that. So I um, I thank you guys so much. Also, because we hit the 100,000 um, YouTube subscribers, we have decided to extend the virtual trainer sale that we were doing during Remarnish University. So if you guys remember, typically we do like a $50 off, uh, sometimes $75 off discount for the virtual trainer. We're actually doing $200 off of the virtual trainer. So it, it is it was a huge, huge blessing to many of our nursing students and people who are saying, hey, I just got the VT. I just got it last week. I know that they were able to do that because of the discount. So we are extending that discount for you guys. And um, hopefully it will be a blessing to you to get in the VT, quit messing around, get in the virtual trainer, finish the program, and then schedule your test date. And I am here for it all to cheer you guys on. All right, that's it. I'm going back to my Swedish fish. <laughs> putting my feet up because I'm on vacation and that's it guys I will see you soon remember you can you will you must pass NCLEX thank you guys for watching like and subscribe to the channel bye bye